This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist, John J.P. Parker, are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And this is BJ Thompson. And this is the Build It Better Us podcast. We are getting ready to embark on a series. Uh, We need to check in with folks. We need to make sure that people are okay. Um, And we're going to do a short series where we're just tackling wellness issues. Relational wellness is today's topic. We're going to talk about friendships. We're going to talk about like areas in which people seem to be lacking game. You know, is is, is free game the buzzword now? Free game, free game. Is that that what we're doing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's 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 the thing. Right. So we talk about being well and oftentimes, you know, we're in situations with our life where something is not well. And yeah. we'll say, how's it going? It's good and it's not good. And so what we want to do in this series is talk about wellness, wellness with your career, wellness with your friendships. Yeah, man. And, and get a people a little game so they can upgrade their lives. Exactly. 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 So. As we were talking, BJ and I, um, I was realizing like, man, there is a it's a a big move in pop culture now, in socialites, in Instagram, famous people, YouTubers, all these people. Um, you hear the news, the news, the news is about their relationships, right? They're in mm-hmm. a relationship, then they're in another relationship, then they're in another relationship. And you never hear about like the therapy behind it. You never hear about healing. You never hear about reconciliation. And a person that I'll use, not because... I'm afraid of like Beyonce and the Beehive, but I feel like this particular girl. Hey, was, listen, Beehive, are you listening? We didn't even, I didn't even say her name. That's JP. No, Go no, ahead, brother. Well, I'm saying, <laughs> I, I would say she has a successful marriage. Her children are beautiful. Her husband's a great man. Hey, Good, Beehive. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? I love y'all. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with Ariana Grande, right? Ooh. So, and only because, I mean, I, I don't know her enough of her personal life, but just in the sense of what, I, what I've gathered from what's public, right? So mm-hmm. she was in a relationship with uh, Mac Miller. Um, mm-hmm. They broke up and then she got into a relationship with a guy I think named Pete Davidson. And then Mac Miller passes away. He overdoses. Then she breaks up with, with, the, with the Pete guy. And then she writes albums, songs, all these different things about the relationship, whatever the case may be. Uh, and then she's in a secret relationship or something that's kind of being kept closed uh, with another artist that kind of just got leaked the other day. And I mm-hmm. promise you, I'm not that guy. I don't. I don't. I have better things to do with my time. But as I, as I, as her name kept coming across in timelines and on the Twitters and like on my Apple News feed or whatever case may be, I'm saying, man, what's what's going on with this situation? And again, not using her as like a fuel for a conversation, but more so in a sense of like me noticing just how her story kind of resembles a lot of people's stories, whether they're famous or not, where you have mm. someone who gets out of a relationship, jumps into another relationship, 
then the person that they're in a relationship with, something negative happens to them, something bad happens to them, and they realize like, oh, shoot, I don't even know if I was over that person or if I was ready to be in another relationship. So let me break up with the person I'm with now. And then once you clear your head from that, then you jump into something else. Is that, is that clear? I know I, I said it kind of fast. No, like, this is this is good. You're speaking to somebody's life. Yeah, Somebody's right. listening right now. I'm saying. And they're jumping in from relationship to relationship. Carry yeah. on. Okay, okay. Carry on. So in her situation, it's a thing where it's like, all right, Again, from the outside looking in, again, this is no shade on her. This is not a judgment of her character. Just looking at the basic ideas of what's going on. Relationship goes sideways. It goes bad. Hmm. You get into another relationship. Everything's all good. You're engaged. They were engaged within like a couple months, like type of thing. Like you just broke up with this long-term boyfriend. Is this her new boo? No, no. This is when she was with Mac Miller. I'm not, again, I don't know their dates, how long they were dating, but they were in a long-term relationship. That breaks up. She get with this new dude. They're they're engaged almost immediately. Mac Miller passes away. Then she's like, oh, shoot. I think I really loved him. Oh, shoot. I don't even know why I'm in this new relationship. Oh, shoot. I don't know why I'm engaged. The engagement breaks off. Then she's in another relationship shortly thereafter. And it's just like, man, like, you got to let these things breathe. You know, you got to let these things take time. So before I give all my secrets away in this opening illustration, what I'm saying is that, man, we as people, we do these things. We're not relationally well. We're not we're not living in a situation where we're having relational wellness. And so we'll jump from jump from jump from thing from thing from relationship, 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 not give time for things to breathe, not to think through things, not to get the proper life coaching or therapy or whatever the case may be. Um, and we'll just end up imagine if she would have married this dude and then Mac Miller dies, and then she realized, oh shoot, I think I love this dude after mm. he, you know, after she had already married this guy. You know, imagine that that could have been real tragic, real bad. Um, and I think just using it as illustration, like we have to do better in understanding what it means to be relationally well and have relational uh, wellness, man. Sheesh. Yeah, I mean, which brings me to my uh, moment of transparency. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Which you, you love. And listen, man, I go back and listen to them replays and uh, you got jokes. Me? On all my moments. Yeah, yeah man. Nah, listen, nah, I can nah. take them. Listen, as long as you can take them, I can take them. No, no, no. I'm going to take all the jokes. I'm no, I'm gonna take all the jokes. I'm okay. gonna take any joke that you have. I'm gonna take it as long as like I'll take it as long as you're willing to take it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have a story on uh being relationally sick. And you know, I, I was thinking about the illustration. I was just trying to figure out when when do I feel like I was sick? You know, I, I've shared this before in other podcasts. I used to see myself uh as Owen 50. Mm-hmm. When it came to relationships, mm-hmm. uh, basically that's a baseball term. Just means that I had zero wins, and I had a lot of attempts, right? And so I was zero and fifty in in the way that I, you know, went about relationships. And so, you know, before it was Facebook, um, before there was video chat, even before there was catfish, um, we had a thing called the chat line. Mm. Okay, powerful stuff. Yes, that's right. So if you wanted to meet someone of the opposite sex. You had to actually go talk to them. Mm-hmm. You did not know, um, you know, what they look like if you were set up on a blind date. When some people say, I'm on a blind date. That's what it meant. It <laughs> meant that you did not know what the other individual who you were interested in, what they look like, wasn't a Snapchat, wasn't none of those mediums around yet. And so when I was coming up, they had a thing called the party line. JP, do you remember this? Were you ever... Did y'all ever get on the party line? I did, but you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I was running the streets, bruh. So, you know. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is a part of street life. This yeah, is yeah. <laughs> None of this comes with the street life. And so, <laughs> for those of you who who were not aware and, and, and not on the proverbial street life, um, 
essentially the chat line, the party line was a line, a landline, where teenagers and I think some grown-ups, probably some people that shouldn't have been there, mm-hmm. um, would dialogue and make connections. And so for me, I spent a lot of time on that. One day I had a young woman um, call my house on accident, true story. And she was looking for, let's just call her Jillian. Okay. Okay, Jillian. <laughs> Listen, as she was looking for Jillian, uh, I, I answered the phone. I said, no, you got the wrong number, but who is this? And we proceed to talk. And so, you know, after talking for 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, JP, we end up staying in touch. Hello. Okay. And so for me, uh, you know, the way that I saw it was, I thought, man, I got a really strong grasp on, you know, voice. I'm a voiceologist. Okay. okay. Doctor, professor. Um, I know. That's right. I have my. Uh, I thought I had my PhD in voiceology, <laughs> but which I get to the end of the story, you'll see that I wasn't a PhD. Uh-huh. I was probably like an undergrad <laughs> who was struggling with a GPA All in right. voiceology. And okay. so we ended up end up finally meeting after talking for three months straight, pretty much regularly every day, and meet at the movies. And she was like, "Hey, I'm having on a red sweater and this." And we got to the movie theaters, saw the red sweater, and I was like, "Oh, time to go." Uh, you were so excited, you grabbed her hand and left the movies. Like, like we got to go. I can't even wait till we get to the house. Like, no, it was. Uh, it wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, wasn't, okay. Listen, I got a D that day. I got a <laughs> F. I got a thirty okay, in okay. my thing, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And what what I realized about it was like, man, as much as I'm confident about engaging the opposite sex, I don't really know what I'm doing. And I find myself in positions where I'm leading a person on and I don't really want them because I don't know how to really bring this whole thing together. And so, yeah, that's just one of my relationship fails. I have a lot. I just kind of walked away um, from that situation. I did. You have a lot. I did. What's this world coming to? Not BJ. Okay, okay, okay. That's right. okay, Okay. I just walked away. That's okay. right. All right. Come on, JP. Uh, let, let's talk about your relationship, man. <laughs> since you, you got your little witty commentaries over here. Come I'm on, so let's talk about. Here. Why are you so eager to jump into my L's, bro? Like because because you you're eager to jump into my L. That's why I said I'm open to jumping into L's as long as you're open. I was just, I was just, in sh- I was dumbfounded by the facts that you were 0 and 50. I would have never imagined okay. that Thank that was you. you. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. I, mean, I, Go ahead. I see you. I Love see you in person. Okay. Right, 17 cool. years. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you one for one. You one for one in marriage, right. though. That's right. right. I one for one. I yeah. one for one right now. Go All right. Ahead. So, All right, come on. <laughs> listen, you know, this is going to go back to cult. So I'm ready for you to, you know, enjoy yourself. Of course. Um, popcorn ready. Y'all popcorn, get your popcorn ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get all the giggles in. Um, so one of my biggest, probably my first real life adults, um, relational fail, relationship fail, it comes from the understanding of me not really knowing what it meant to be in a relationship with somebody, right? Hmm. And what it meant to struggle through something well, to fight through things, to kind of like understand how can we make something work. So um, join the cult. I had a girlfriend at the time. Was she in the cult? No, no, she uh, she lived in LA. I lived, I was in the, you know, Bay in uh, Oakland or whatever, right? So uh, it was, you know, long distance situation. So 
eventually, the girl comes up to visit, comes to the cult. Uh, then one of the, uh, the the leaders, one of the elders, one of the prophets. Um, and shout out to him. He's he's still a good friend to this day. Like he's you know he's an uncle to me. He's just he started off kind of right. Does he hear you talk about the cult online? Does he listen to this podcast? Uh, if he did, it wouldn't matter. Like he's out of it anyway. So you know he's got his own recovery issues. Um, that that you know that's that's a thing. So I'm sure other people do though, and I'm pretty sure they they praying or doing something. But you know uh, I've been all right so far, so I think we're good. So he he tells me he says, "Hey man, God says uh, she's not your wife." type of thing, right? Mm. And so at that point, I'm a little confused. I'm like, well, technically, no, she's not my wife. I haven't married her. So what are you saying? That's so, right. So I guess, right, what he's trying to say is that she's not who God would have for me to be in a holy matrimony situation with, right? So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm processing. I'm like, man, what is going on? What is this about? Uh, again, I'm fresh in the cold. I'm like 19 years old. I really don't understand life. Um, I think I want to be with her. We're, we're in a committed relationship. She lives 400 miles away, but I don't cheat on her. Everything's good. Like I've, I've been in those situations and I was able to get out of it. Like I must really like her because I've had opportunities to cheat and I didn't. And she would have never mm. known, right? Never mm. known. Um, so I got that part of the game right. So then what happens is the only thing I think of is like maybe because she was Catholic or again, maybe, maybe he really did hear from the Lord. But on the, on the outside of things, in my fleshly eye all i could see is our the only incompatibilities was maybe maybe somewhere down the line catholic versus whatever i was maybe would have been a thing right mm. and so several years later i'm in a relationship with somebody else this this ex-girlfriend now who used to be a catholic is now is i don't know baptist or protestant i don't know whatever she is she's no longer catholic right she converts to whatever the other thing is um all the you hear all the sarcasm in my voice um, i do every right? piece of it right so then i'm like oh shoot now I feel like a dummy. The girl who wasn't my wife, the only thing I could see that wasn't incompatible was this this religion thing. And now she's no longer the enemy or whatever. So now I'm like, okay, uh, I really want to be with her. I'm in this relationship with this other girl. Do I break up with this girl, get back with an old girlfriend? Like, what, how do I navigate this, right? So bottom line is, I, I didn't get either either one of those girls. <laughs> I didn't wow. end up with the one that I uh, was with originally, nor the girl that I ended up being in a relationship with that I didn't want to be in a relationship with, with right? So what, what I learned in that situation, talking about relationally well or relational wellness, is that because I didn't know what I wanted, I didn't know what it meant to be in a committed relationship. I didn't know what it meant to be like, hey, how can we have a conversation to where maybe I mentioned what old boy said? I don't really know what that means because I'm new to this, but let's have a conversation and walk through this and talk through this and see how we can plan a life together despite whatever differences or whatever issues we may have. Um, and maybe even pray through these things or maybe even seek guidance and seek counsel or whatever. Instead, I just dropped her like a bad habit. I, I explained very poorly of why we were breaking up or why I couldn't be with her. Like, oh, girl, you know, I don't I don't think I loved you. I think it was lust. And I don't even Dang. know what love is. Like, I'm I'm new to this Christian thing. And I think I had I don't know, you know, what what love is. What is really love? And so let's start over. You know, what it just it was just bad, bro. It sounded just as bad as me trying to explain it now. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> and like, I think I think if I just had some more game and somebody just really would have sat me down and really said, hey, this is what's up. Either we could have broke things off better, right? And e like evolved into something different, um, or we could have took a step back and like, hey, let's do this, let's figure something out. Or we could have just had real conversations, and then if, over time, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. But as I've come to grow and come to learn now, like you know, people can be, they can be two different things, whatever those two different things are, and still have a successful relationship and still have a successful marriage. And I just at that time, I was bankrupt and I didn't know, and it just ended bad. I feel like I ruined her life. 
You know, it was a lot of things that just just went sideways. I was. Hold on, did you say that casually? You say you feel like you did what to her life? I mean, at the time, as a nineteen year old, you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure she's not even thinking about me right now. No, bro. I, listen, what? she's listening to this podcast right now. Oh yeah, this woman is broke. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. I you ain't gonna do this, Ricky no, Bobby. Don't put that email no, on me, Ricky Bobby. You ain't gonna do me. Don't do me. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> I want to help the people. Hey, young woman, if you listening, listen, oh, older okay. woman. Now here we go. Here we go. I apologize on behalf of men like this guy <laughs> who, <laughs> who lead women on and they don't really, they can't follow through. I Listen, hey, JP, I owe the listeners that. I owe, owe the ladies that. So You, you didn't listen to none yeah. of my story, bro. This wasn't my fault, bro. I was doing, bro, what, I was doing what the Lord said to do via this see, man. But here's the thing, though. But here's what? the thing. What? You executed it, though, bro. Here's the thing. Regardless of <laughs> whatever, regardless if you take responsibility or not, bro, like literally the, the reality is you shared it with her. You executed that thing. And so we're talking about relational wellness and part of relational wellness is taking responsibility for your part of hmm. the situation. So you right? use that as transition. Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah, bro. Transition. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so, you know, just transitioning just a little bit, man, like. What is it that I'm seeing in culture, right? Let me get my Malcolm X voice on. Uh, okay. What am I seeing in culture mm-hmm. that challenges me? I'll say this by way of disclaimer. I've been married. I just celebrated. Vengeance and I just celebrated our 17th year anniversary. Congrats. Appreciate it. And I realized something. I realized that... Though we have been um, together for 19 years and we have been married for 17 years, it's taken a lot of time for us to discover who we were and to become one to appreciate and to celebrate the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you're asking me, what do I see in culture that challenges me relationship, is that JP... We don't have time to actually get to know the person and to weed through our preferences in order to actually celebrate different pieces of folks, right? Like the swipe left, swipe right thing is real. And you open up an app, you can look online and be like, yo, I want this. And it's a glance, right? Like whatever you want, you're trying to find it in a very glancing way. And when you hit a wall and realize, this is just my observation, Mm -hmm. yo, this ain't what I think I want, you go to the next one. And then you find something out about the next one, right? And they're missing something too. And so you go on to the next one. JP, after a while, you have run through so many options. Listen, you don't think it's even realistic to have healthy romantic relationships. And so the thing that I would say by way of observation as a coach um, and also someone who's a culture influencer is I don't even think we take the time to get to know people anymore. I think that we have learned, we're teaching ourselves to be so conditional with relationships that the treasure that I've discovered over time, that I've been forced to discover through marriage, had I had the same mindset, um, I wouldn't have known. Like, I wouldn't have known the value of it because 
I would just be on to the next one. And so I think one of the challenges to our relational wellness in these days is that we have so much access to things um, with our preferences that we have everything and have nothing at the same time. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes, sir. I'll start with that. This episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership. At Bow, we believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So, whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills. They offer wisdom for dealing with ministry pitfalls, current biblical issues, health for your own soul, and insights for shepherding others well. In addition, BOW offers Bible studies designed to connect women of multiple generations. They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org. JP, what do you see as obstacles to real people right now as it relates to their relational wellness? What do you think? I would say, and not to sound like, you know, old uncle, but... you, But you are, though. Um, don't, remember, don't remember asking you that. I don't remember that being a part of what, you are. what, what we you had are, going though. on. Okay, Go thanks. Ahead. Thank Go you. Ahead. Go ahead for that. Um, I mean, bro, role models, man. I mean, it's it's where where are we? Where are we right now as people? Where are we as culture? For one of the simple facts that you just mentioned, the swipe right, swipe left, the availability, swipe left, swipe right, 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 not having to actually connect, not having to be committed, um, having a you know, at your at your beck and call, the smorgasbord of options, whether you're male or female. It used to be just dudes. Now it's women too. They they just that's, as that's right. Hot girl summers in full effect. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hot girl summers in full effect. JP, can you lay out mm-hmm. because someone's listening and they need to hear you lay it out because mm-hmm. they don't know that you actually understand this choice thing. Go ahead, bro. So you trying to give me a try? I don't know nothing about this hot girl. Or anything? I don't know any hot girls. I don't know even what a summer is. Uh, I do. If if my wife is listening, I love you. Um, I don't know anything. Um, you don't but, know about the hot girl summer? You, knew, you are you not that new? You serious? Can I? You can I? Can I just? Can I fabricate? Can I? Can I lie on air without you calling me out? I just don't want no, my wife listen, to understand. No, what? listen. You need to know. No, listen. No, listen. Okay, listen for real. Uh-huh. This is for anybody that's under twenty five. Okay, mm-hmm, if you're mm-hmm. over twenty five. I'll tell you what the hot girl summer is. What a hot girl summer is, is where women take license in their freedoms as women to connect in ways that they believe that is is appropriate for them. So a hot girl summer is you getting a while out (laughs) during the summertime Mm -hmm. relationally and do what seems right to you, right? So that's what a a hot girl summer is. It's like... Whatever I feel like is right, I'm going to do it. Whatever feels good, I'm going to do it. So mm-hmm. to your point, women are participating in this new culture as well. Go ahead, JP. And men are doing it too. For, so this, for the sake of being even, there's the hot boy summer and city boys and city girls. There's a lot of stuff going on. 
Side note, real quick, I saw a video on Instagram. I think this girl was in the mirror doing her, I'm getting ready for hot girl summer, blah, 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 city girls, this, that, other thing. And her city husband, girls. Her boyfriend, right? Her husband, her boyfriend comes by and pours water all on the top of her weave. Uh, all on the top. And she loses her top. And he's just like, yeah, hot girl that, hot girl summer that. And I was like, yo, that was so disrespectful and so rude. But, it, but he had a point. Yeah, he did have a point. I think they were in a relationship. And he was saying, this is how I'm rebelling against your hot girl summer and you doing whatever you want to do because I'm your man. Now, I'm not saying he was right, but I thought it was awfully funny. The fact that he was putting out her hot girl fire by literally pouring water on her. And I'm like, man, that's kind of abusive. Um, not very abusive, but I feel like that was you could have talked to her about that. You could have had a better conversation, but it was just For one sure. of those things. She played herself. Sure. She was probably on the Instagram live or Facebook live and thought she was doing it. Stunning. Stunning she hard. was doing it big, bro. Right, she was on right. IG getting it popping. Yeah. And then they got bad. Then he it poured water bad. on her. <laughs> Real <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about right now. We talk about that relational wellness, right? They need some conversation, right? So anyway, back to role models, right? So that's what we have right now as a role models. We have hot girl summers as role models. We have these people that are jumping from relationship to relationship to relationship as role models. We have basketball players and entertainers dating the same women over and over and over and over again, like the, literally the same ones. And it's just like, bro, like, like if I'm a dude and I'm seeing like, oh, shoot, like, okay, um, the, the guy code used to be out on date the homeboy's exes, right? Ooh, that but was the guy code. That was, right? But now the code is something different. I don't know what it is. I'm not the game. I'm not by any means a hooper or athlete entertainer, so I don't run in those circles. Um, but the friends that I've asked and the conversation I've heard, it's just like, yo, it's just easier to date them because they know the drill. They know not to post on Instagram. They know not to post on Facebook. They know not to talk about a relationship. And the homeboy told me about her. And I, she seems cool, and I want to see what's up with her. Like, it's a whole mm. different world, right? And so if we have all these different models where it's not the Huxtables, where it's not, you know, insert any, you know, old school uh, uh, TV family, uh, we don't have a... And again, I'm not saying I'm not... I'm not Saying old fashioned this, I'm not saying leave it to uh, Beaver, leave it to Beaver, leave it to right? Beaver. You know what I'm saying? I'm not uh, John Beaver over here, <laughs> right? Right. What I'm saying is, is we just have role models. What we have now as role models in society is a reflection of these personal, interpersonal relationships we have. So, right or wrong, indifferent, however you feel about what we're we're seeing and what's being pushed in our direction and what's being um, given to us as as a healthy thing is in fact harming us, is, is my argument. It's in fact uh, a causing tension, is in fact causing people to pour water on their spouses while they're, they're on Instagram Live or their girlfriends. Um, and it just leads to a lot of contention. It leads to a lot of heartbreak. It leads to a lot of failures. And it doesn't allow us to be emotionally well and, and therefore doesn't allow us to be relationally well. Good. This is good. So I, there's another angle I want to take because mm-hmm. I think it's important. And I think it'll it'll speak to the range of people listening. Mm-hmm. So there's also an angle that needs to be taken around people who are in committed relationships, right? So some people are playing around. Mm. Some people got a lot of nonsense happening and they're in hot girl and hot boy summer, right? And it is it is what it is, right? So basically, if you're listening, you're over 35. Mm-hmm. Or really, you're over 25. You don't know what a hot girl summer is, a hot boy summer it just essentially means, yo, I have license to do what I want to do relationally and can't nobody say nothing about it and I'm going, and it's going to be celebrated, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the other angle of it is this, is that there's those of us who are in committed relationships, monogamous relationships, like a marriage or an engagement, and we find ourselves in places of significant challenge because we thought, yo, marriage is going to fix our issue. 
So if we have issue with communication and come on, JP, you know this this role, right? I got it. Yeah. Like we have communication with this. All we got to do is get married and start making love and that's going to end. Yep. And then you get married and you realize like, yo, this is extremely challenging. Mm-hmm. And now it's complicated the issue, right? And so I think one of the other reasons why we're not well is because we get to relationships and our relationships reveal things about us. They do not fix us and we start blaming the other person, right? So the reason why this has happened, and you know this, JP, from, as a therapist and as a, as a coach, that's because the other person fault. And it's because you can see everything about that individual because the relationship has given you access in a way that you would not have in the past. Yeah. But the reality of, of a lot of these things is that, you know, we bring a lot of things from our own families and the way our parents responded to things, bro, that are quietly responding everything that we do. And so I think part of the reason why we're not relationally well is because when you get into certain relationships, they give you a relational out. And that relational out keeps you from dealing with you because you want to fix the relationship in the other person, not realize that the other person is simply mirroring uh, a mirror of the things that you need to work on. And so, so what I would say is part of the challenge in relational wellness is we are inter- interacting with people in the present because of incidents in the past, right? So how your parents raised you, how you felt loved in your family, how you experienced safety, whether you could be vulnerable, whether you were not vulnerable, whether it was a good thing for you to share in a risky way how you, you know, felt like when you don't have those conversations, you're not relationally well and you can actually destroy every good thing in your life because you think it's always the other person, right? And so I say for me, one of the the biggest things is until we recognize that we bring our own stories and we bring our own baggage and that we're responsible for the baggage that we bring personally, then we're not going to be relational well. That there will always be a new challenge and we'll be able to scapegoat, especially when we are in something that's committed and permanent. So, yeah. What you think, JP? What are you hearing? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think part of what I heard you say is is speaking to the idea of honesty um, mm. and really, one, being honest about what you want, what you need, and who you are. Um, some people feel as if they are voice gurus, right? I got this. I heard the shut voice. Up, I got shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> what do what? you mean? Listen, I'm huh? okay with it as long as you, <laughs> you can take it back. If As long as you allow me to dish your back, Bishop, and you, <laughs> you meet a girl in the cult, and you got to tell her that the Bishop told you that she not from God. Listen, I'm cool with that. Bro, okay. I'm cool with that. Hey. Me too. <laughs> okay, Me cool. Too. Cool. All I'm saying is you've been doing it. You don't need my permission now. You've been doing it. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I just figured I'd join in on it. Figured like it's okay, more fun. Cool. Okay. Cool. 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 I don't want to complain. Then go ahead. <laughs> no Continue complaint. On. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. All right. So, so yeah. what up? <laughs> Are you gonna make me forget my point, man? Uh, um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what was I Go saying? ahead, man. Uh, no, listen, I was okay. asking you, what do you? Oh yeah, think I got it. 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 Escape Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, so like, um, really, really, uh, not really knowing. So, okay, good cut back out moment. I got to think of my brain. So we have we we'll have in our minds. We feel as if we know what we want. We feel mm-hmm. as if we know who we are. We feel as if we got this thing on lock. Not realizing, one, who I am at 19 is not who I'm going to be at 20, at 25, Ooh. at 35, at 40, at 45, right? So we don't take into account how we'll grow and develop, right? We don't take into account that, hey, what I want at 21, at 19, wet behind the ears in this new coat, and and my wife shouldn't, you know, should be seen and not heard, and this and that, and all, that, all these different things I learned. Oh, when I actually get married, if I bring that junk into my marriage, I'm going to be failing miserably. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I get a, you know, a wife that's OK with, you know, being barefooted, pregnant and whatever else expectations I have that are crazy. Right. Um, so what I'm saying is that we don't have realistic expectations of what relationships, what it takes, uh, what they mean and or we're not honest about what we want and what we expect. I've heard countless couples say, hey, when we did our premarital, you said this and you said this. And you made these promises and that promise. Once we got married, you hit a switch of rule and I don't know who you are. Right. Mm. Um, and but what happens is the person gets resentful because they feel like they got played. The thing is, you just married somebody that didn't have a clue as to who they were. They wow. didn't know. They had no idea. Bro, listen, slow down and repeat that. Yeah. People will say, hey, premarital or whatever. Hey, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what you need to do. This is what I will do. This is what we're gonna. our family is going to look like. And then three months into the marriage, the person's completely different. They're not living up to those 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 vows that they made. They not they not like washing and cleaning and cooking and caring for you and touching on you and sexing you like you that you Ooh, thought you was gonna get. You get that? You speaking to somebody's soul right huh? now? Huh? Go right? <laughs> Go ahead. Right? And then you mad? Then you big mad? Then you big, big mad? Right? Man, you big mad? Big mad? You mad? <laughs> right? Right? I'm you, sorry. Go ahead. This bitch finna be a breeze, <laughs> right? Uh, and then and then you're all been out of shape. But the thing is, that person that made all these promises, they had no clue. Never been married. Maybe ain't been in a bunch of relationships. Have no idea of who they are because they're still growing. They're still learning, especially depending on how old you are when you got married. So the thing is, man, like, like with this relational wellness and 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 being whole in a relationship, one people, both people, if it's a committed monogamous marriage, whatever girlfriend relationship, whatever, if you're in a committed situation, you have to understand that people are going to grow and people are going to change. Mm. Also, you need to know, you, I, as a marriage, I went to a wedding one time and this dude had about 70 declarations in his vows. And I was like, yo, Jeez. I declare guy, I'm right. going to be here right. day one. I declare, right. number two, that I'm going to take out the trash. I declare. Did right. he start declaring? What was he declaring? Right. What kind of stuff was he declaring? All the, uh, the, how much love and this and that and being committed. I'm going to love you forever and I'm going to do this knowing in the night. Did Bruh. he say, did he give her the moon and stars? All I know <laughs> is, months in, that boy was being tried like nobody's business. Ooh. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, bro, remember all them vows you made? Remember all that? 80. All 80, bro. All 80 of them. And so my thing is like, man, 
again, one, stop making all the promises. Two, recognize that you will change and that other person will change. Three, be honest up front as much as possible and say that, hey, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to be like in five or 10 years, but right now this is what I'm working with, right? This is my ideals of things. This is what I'm thinking about. This is the lens in which I see the world. Um, and then make sure that you're in a space, in a place where you're always in relationship with a coach, with a therapist, with a couple, Ooh. whatever the case may be, or an individual, whatever the situation looks like, so that you can bounce back ideas, so you can process these things, so you can have those conversations because things are going to change. Um, and, I, and, I, and I think people get too stuck in this idea that you said you were going to, you said you were going to, you used to this, you used to that. I'm like, bro, stuff changes, man. Like, and, Ooh. And, yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm done. Man, I love it, man. I, so, you know, I want to bring something for people who think they got license. Mm -hmm. Relational wellness. Listen, man, if you don't have a goal, uh, I, I say this all the time. It, without uh, a relationship, relationship, direction, if there's no clear direction, you'll get lost on the ocean, bro. Mm -hmm. You need straight, to know where straight. this is going. Listen, yeah. Yeah. don't tell me marriage is a piece of paper. Listen, okay, cool. <laughs> marriage is a sheet of paper. Yeah. Where is this relationship going? Right. And if you can't define it, guess what? We're going to drift into confusion, right? Like, What's the direction? You ain't got to define it the first week, mm -hmm. right? Uh, contrary to some belief systems. You ain't got to marry the first person you kiss. You ain't got to kiss that and goodbye, right? <laughs> well, You're going you to you drag that dude again, bro. <laughs> Who is that? I don't even know what you're talking about, right? Like, uh, right? Okay. Hey, listen. But you do need to have a direction. Yeah. Part of the reason why we're not relationally well is because we don't know where this is going. I don't know who I'm I'm trying to become. If I don't know where, who where you're going, I don't know who I'm going to become, right? Mm -hmm. And I was sharing this with my kids. I think I need to share this with the audience. Listen, man, healthy love is a choice. Mm. Yeah. It's a choice. You choose. Mm -hmm. You choose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our problem is we think love is a feeling. Mm. And so mm -hmm. you're waiting to feel. Listen, my son told me something so profound. I said, love is a choice, not a feeling. I said, what if I was waiting on feeling to love your mother? My son, who is 11, looked at me and said, hmm, you wouldn't be celebrating a 17-year anniversary. I said, that is. There it is. There Listen, it is. You can't celebrate an anniversary because a feeling would take you away from difficulty. A feeling would make you believe in this moment how I feel mm -hmm. is substantial enough to not have to choose. Now, again, feelings come with choices, but choices have to precede feelings in order to inform the relationship. And so what I want to say to the audience practically is this. Relational wellness is learning how to choose. Now listen, from a friendship perspective, who are you choosing? From a romantic relationship, who are you choosing and why? What are they bringing to the table? What kind of family background they got? What kind of hangups? Are they processing this stuff? Are they growing apart from you? Or do they need you, right? Do you think you need to fix this person? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you do, 
You're going to find yourself always having to fix them, always having to speak up, always being in a situation where you are playing their savior. And what I would encourage you with romantically, relational wellness is the best relationships to individuals have taken the ownership for their own growth and then they come together, mm-hmm. right? You don't have individuals who are thinking, if we get together, then we'll be healthy, right? And so that's what you want to look for. JP, teach us how to be a GOAT. What do we need to be the GOAT in relational wellness um, as we wrap up? Yeah, man, if, you, if you're looking through the lens of the GOAT, man, if, you, if you're trying to be the greatest of all time, um, you have to really get a, a realistic grip on life when it comes to relationships. The biggest thing is one, not the biggest thing, a, a good thing is to understand who you are, how you relate to other people, at, assess the family of origins that you come from. How did your mother treat you? How did your father treat you? How did you learn how to treat others? What did you learn about relationships? Um, what did you, how did you experience relationships? How have you experienced or have you had any? Have you, you're getting ready to marry somebody, but you've never had a serious relationship, right? You're getting ready to enter into this relationship that's going to be sexual, but you're a virgin, right? And so you're out here I'm declaring, making all these declarations. We finna do this and this will be, be off the rafters and we finna do this and blah, 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 blah. But you don't even know if, if how your body's going to respond, right? You've never experienced mm. these things before, right? Is that another episode for another day? Is that No, it's good, bro. We'll come okay. we'll go into that later. It's okay. good. Go ahead. Um, you know, and, 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 and doing all these different things, making all these promises, swearing you'll do this and swearing you do that and you'll always be this and you'll always be that. When you're 22 years old, you're 20, bro, you, you're going to be somebody different next year, next week, right. next month, right? That's right. Add a baby, add other responsibilities, add a new job, add the loss of a job. Like there, there's all these things that are always going to be changing. Some things are out of our control. Some things we bring on ourselves. But really just assessing who you are, your value systems, um, being honest with the person you're in relationship with. Hey, I'm trying to be monogamous. Hey, I'm not. Hey, I want this to be open. Hey, I don't. Hey, I want us to uh, be married X amount of time. Hey, I don't. You don't have, always have to have that conversation. But I'm saying like as honest as you can be about what you want, what your goal is, and what you're looking for in this thing, and really being intentional about developing a real relationship. It's more than just, hey, I'm taking you out, but it's only been Netflix, Netflix and, and chill. Right? right, right, right. Uh, you, we in some relationship, but you never met my friends. You ain't never met Since my mama. Right, you Since know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. I hit you with the hey, big heads. I hit you with the what hey, you doing. Heads. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that's not a relationship, right? You got to really uh, understand that. And then recognize the value of what it means to be in a relationship. And if you're not ready to be in one, say that to the person. Say that to the person. Let That person needs to know and understand like, hey, this relationship is going to be very limited because I'm not a place to give love. I'm not in a place to be loved. I don't want to share myself with somebody. I don't want to be vulnerable with you. I don't want to tell the secrets. I don't want to tell you where I've been and where I'm going. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, be honest with you. Like if, if you're not there, people need to know these things. And I mm. think we, we try to sometimes save face or try to work ourselves into something or try to hope that this thing will last because the other person is somebody that you should want to be with. They are a good catch. Um, but we're wasting time. We're wasting their time. Um, so I said a lot of things, but I think the general gist is like, man, you have to you have to be honest with the person. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to do some assessments um, of who you are, uh, if you're even mature enough, if you're emotionally ready to be in a, in a committed relationship. And you really have to weigh whether or not, whether or not you really have currently, you're, uh, currently, I mean, you can grow, but you really have to really know whether or not you want to be in a relationship. A perfect example, and I'm done. I got bullied into proposing to my wife um, 
because I had friends that was like, yo, I don't even know you if you like that girl, man. I can't even tell you like her. And I'm like, man, like I, 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 I do like her, but it's not the way you think I should like her and love her and, sh- and display that. And so then next thing you know, I'm proposing. I don't regret wow. it. But I'm saying is that like because I was challenged on how I displayed my affection, that led me to being in- internally like, well, I'll show y'all. You know what I'm saying? Watch me put this ring on it. Not that it was a bad thing, not that I regret it, but like that's how 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 deep things can be. You know what I'm saying? If if you're not aware of who you are and the direction you want to go in. Good, good. Yeah. So if you listen to this podcast, thanks, bad cop. Um, if you listen to this this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, man, I need some help. I don't know where to start, and I need somebody to help me sort out my situationship, or even just walk with me through my marriage. Make sure you visit Build a Better Us. Dot com, click get involved. Um, we have very experienced coaches. We actually have a dating coach who is currently available. Uh, we have a ton of coaches, but we specifically have a dating coach who would be great for helping you in that uh, because our job is to help you become a better you so that we can become a better us. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.